Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we are I Beat It First. Yay! Yay. <sighs> well, at least it tastes good. Even though it's the weak. Yeah, it's weak as fuck. I mean... But it tastes delicious. Coors Light's like 4.5, right? No, Coors Light's 3.9. I thought they were at least like 4.2 or 4.3. I don't know. Do I need to look at the alcohol content of a Coors Light? <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that this one that you're drinking is not that high. Yes, it's not. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I guess we'll go right into it. I am drinking a Mother Road Brewing Company Conserve and Protect Kolsch-style ale. Cheers, your hero for wildlife. For every can of Conserve and Protect sold, Mother Road Brewing Company donates a portion of the proceeds to the Arizona Game and Fish Department to help with the on-the-ground on conservation of over 800 species. Learn more and donate at azwildlifehero.com slash join. That's right. Hey, at least you got a cause. Game and Fish yeah. just yeah, Game and Fish just got a plug on our podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Game and Fish. I don't understand why gay men are fishing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and I've also got a truly lime because I just need some additional alcohol to get through this and I didn't bring up any whiskey like an idiot. Way to go. Womp womp. I'm a moron. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I got a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Because it's October. Yep. <laughs> Coors Light is 4% alcohol, by the way. So this ha. is... Told 0.3% higher. What You said 4.5. I, th- I, I said, said they all above 4. I said all above 4. I was closer, though. Barely. <laughs> By point, point 0.4 to point 0.1, eat a dick, asshole. No, you said under 4, so... I said 3.9. Yeah, and I was closer then. No! Yes. <laughs> I said above 4. No, you so said 4.5. You were wrong. And Just it's not about wrong. four. It's actually exactly at four. Four Coors Light, but there's also Ultra and Bud Light and all those bullshit ones that are on the same boat. So that's what I meant. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, the basic white girl equivalent of beers, which is a Lagunitas IPA. Yep, that is a basic white girl of beers. <laughs> but it's actually fantastic. it's good though. So, yeah, I mean. Lagunitas IPA is a great great beer. I mean, I I just need a longer mustache, wear thick rim glasses, and maybe a beanie that doesn't quite fit on my head all the way. You mean to be? You need to be Mr. Biatch. Yeah, I need to be Mr. Biatch. Yep, yep. He's looking more like me every other day, though, man. Got a little bit of that paunch going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I saw him on Saturday. You don't look like you. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Married life will do that to you. It will do that to you every single time. Uh, to supplement my uh, pumpkin spice latte, I am having uh, <laughs> Kayo San- by Santori Whiskey. Uh, it's a signature Japanese, oh God, Mizunara. It's part of my Flavior box that I got for the tasting of uh, Japanese whiskeys. And I have Nika next, but this one's the middle one that I haven't had before. Uh, Suntory Whiskey, I've had some of those before, but not their Kayo. That's K-A-I-Y-O. And this one's supposed to be sweet yet smoky. It's got a big thing of berries, smoke, creamy vanilla, and spicy. Seems to be like all over the map, and I'm kind of interested to see what it's going to taste like. Alrighty. Well, let's get ready to pour it into that last key. 
Yeah, I didn't hear shit on this side. Yeah, but no. you hear it on the thing, man. It came through on hopefully. the last podcast. No, it hopefully. did last time. Mm-hmm. Did last time. Wow, that is like holy Every crap. One of those yeah, flavors. Yeah, yeah, it keeps going. <laughs> like so, the initial taste. Hold on, hold on. The initial taste is the vanilla and a little bit of like a fruity berry. Then the first exhale is uh, the the smoke. And then as you let it sit, the spiciness does come through. So, yeah, they, they really did kind of nail it all right then and there. It's kind of interesting. The nose profile is almost nothing, though, which is kind of interesting. Really? A uh, little peat, but not nearly as much as I would... Uh, uh, For hmm. something being smoky. Yeah. Yeah, but Japanese whiskey is not really known for being peaty. Like, I don't know if I've ever had of like super smoky so anything being smoky in my opinion is probably smoky for them maybe yeah i mean like <clears throat> like i said i've had the suntory uh toki is the one i've had before but this uh, uh kayo is interesting it, it is it is definitely a shotgun effect of flavors uh straight to you it's good it's very different i don't know if it's going to be my favorite one but it's definitely still smooth ass fucking whiskey so it's a Suntory Kayo. How do you spell that? I spelled it already. It's K-A-I-Y-O. Well, I'm looking up to see how much it is. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's uh, a sixty nine ninety nine a bottle. Yeah. So they're they're either lower mid or lower bottle, I'm sure. But uh, either way, is that's it okay. worth the seventy dollars? Yeah, uh, the flavor is there. I mean, okay. shit. All of, all three of these ones that I'm gonna get in this box are gonna be more than well worth it, just because. I know their brands, but uh, no, it's fantastic. And you can get your own little boxy thingy by going to flavor.com slash exclusive and then check out our IBIF promo code to get yourself into the club of Flavier, where you can then buy all kinds of expensive-ass whiskey, but also get on to a little trial box things where they'll send you different types of a whiskey or other alcohols of your choosing. I chose a Japanese whiskey for my second box this year, I believe, and I'm enjoying it very much. And this is exposing me to all kinds of great new shit. So <laughs> highly recommend it. Again, flavor.com slash exclusive. Promo code IBIF for I bit it first. All right, so if that next one is really good, then you have better luck than my last box that I had with Flavier. So. I saved the Nika for last because I know that one's going to be toit. Yeah, because actually the only bad thing about my last one was that uh, that bottle of grappa. Yeah, the grappa. Well, I mean, you knew. I mean, that's like being like, I hope this cat piss doesn't like <laughs> taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never had grappa before, though. So and I like told I said, you. It was good cold, but it needed to, like, as soon as it warmed up, it was kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that rum, though, and the Glenfarclas. Oh, Glenfarclas. Oh, yes, Glenfarclas. The Glenfarclas was delicious. <laughs> what happened about the fucking Disney Channel joke again? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Disney Channel, where I drink a Glenfarclas while I swim through my gold. <laughs> I'm Glenfarclas, and you're watching the Disney Channel, the fucking cunts. That's it. <laughs> Prime. Love that shit. Scoot, Glenfarclas. <laughs> it's a wee bit. Just a wee bit. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Oh, man. So it's great to have Jason back. Uh, we Yay. totally skipped through like welcoming him back to the podcast because he was gone in China. I was. Behind the red curtain. I missed 
two weeks? Yeah, I was gone two weeks, China. Yeah, but you only missed one of the I beat at first because we recorded a cutscene before you left. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm yet to be caught up on all the uh, podcasts that I missed or ever. So uh, forgive me if I don't <laughs> 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 know of all the inside jokes. Um, but yeah, China was crazy. It was awesome. I'd go back again. Thankfully, I do have to go back again multiple times. So, um, it was a blast and a half. Uh, one of the main things that I knew I wanted to do for, uh, before I beat it first is I wanted to find an arcade and I succeeded in finding quite possibly a little slice of nineties nostalgia in an underground arcade in this old mall that had to have been built 50 plus years ago and you're walking through this mall and you're just like I have no idea where I'm going but all of this mall sells is just junk food and uh, uh, gachapon like venues and stuff like that I'm just like so there's got to be something down here that's got to warrant all this and yeah there's this easy easy god how big do I think it was it had to have been like at least 10,000 square feet it was gargantuan of just this whole underground mall area like just slammed covered with crane games almost every single iteration of a fighting game you can possibly imagine from every version of street fighter and king of fighters and all that good stuff like that um some of the newer games like that new halo ar- arcade one it's like the size of like a car that thing was dope looking um the uh full-on uh, motion dance games and the touching dance games where you have to touch all the, all the jazz. and Like that uh, crazy one that I saw at, exactly like uh, that crazy one. at Crunchyroll Expo where it's like you have to hit all the buttons and slide your hand across and do all sorts of weird shit. Yeah, there's a line and people had their own gloves. It was awesome. Nice. And uh, a karaoke booth, including a voting karaoke booth where... Uh, depending on your performance, yes, your performance, as if you're uh, uh, perform- the per- person performing or was getting voted on. And it, was, it was a lot to take in. I probably spent way too much money on the crane games and stuff like that, but it was a blast and a half. I saw people sitting at the one of these, uh, uh, kind of like the crane game, but it was like a... They, you, they, we have them out here where it's a light that goes in a circle and you have to hit it, and then it goes the other way, and you have to hit it again, try to land it right on top of the same spot. Like I think reflex. I remember that one. Yeah, uh, they about. had one that had a trophy of Asuna from uh, God, what the fuck? Sword Art. Sword Art, and it was just a like one of those giant, you know, usually around one hundred fifty dollar like PVC uh, statues of her in yeah. the middle that was the prize. And I swear to God, there's this dude sitting there with at least a hundred dollars worth of tokens to just like, I'm getting this. <laughs> So if you if you spend three hundred dollars worth of tokens to win a hundred and fifty dollar prize, is it worth it? I guess it all comes down to the entertainment that you get out of it, right? Well, yeah, because I mean, then you you also get the story of that you won it. That I did. maybe take a picture. Like, yeah, you got the achievement. Yeah, you get the achievement, <laughs> Mister Achievement Hunter over there. Jason. Hey, I think that's some of the surprise mechanics and the sense of achievement that you get out of <laughs> winning, the, winning the game. That is. It's the sense of achievement that is right. Oh, man. Gotcha we should bond. just do that instead. Dude, I, yeah, I did, I did a bunch of gotcha bonds, and uh, they're not cheap, man. Like, even with the uh, exchange rate being pretty good, I think it's like 7 to 1, uh, dollars to R&B, and it was uh, pretty, like, even still, it's like, damn, this is like five, six dollars for like a. Well, they're like five here, if I remember yeah, right. But I was expecting, you know, hey, I'm closer to the source. 
there's a higher chance that it's even more knockoff (laughs) yeah well yeah for sure i mean that's what's crazy like there's more like i guess shanghai is where i was and there's way more uh uh, consumption of high luxury goods is higher there than anywhere else in the world or something like that it's like good grief like oh i've seen some of that shit yeah yeah the people walking around there like just decked head to foot in like all kinds of like brands and jazz like that and then what's crazy is just like you don't even know if that's real like the like <laughs> supreme like i don't know the brand supreme very well i just know that some of their shit's stupid expensive for some unknown reason the amount of knockoff supreme stuff that i saw that even i know that it's a knockoff was crazy high really yeah it was nuts like stuff like Kermit wearing a Supreme t-shirt on a t-shirt. It was just weird <laughs> crap like that that just makes no sense. But it's like, whatever, buy it. Sure. Yeah, Go for it. it. Go for it. Probably uh, not, but that's okay. You and that, you got uh, a good gasha, didn't you? Yeah, I got. Th- I, get, I bought three of them that I was like really happy about. And uh, uh, I don't know. One of them was shit. Mari, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Mari from Evangelion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other ones were super lewd, weren't they? Pervert. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually they weren't at all. <laughs> Dragon, they're super basic. Dragon Ball and uh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Which Dragon Ball one did you get? I believe I got Trunks or Gotenks. Gotenks, I don't know. Mm. And what what sin did you get? I got a uh, uh, King. You know, whatever. Nah. I, I would have taken King. I like King. <laughs> well, because you have to remember, like the out of the series that I could take, like received. There's only like four different options you can get out of a gotcha at any given time. True. And uh it was like either King Gopher, uh the knight that's like not a fan of them but not a bad guy. I can't remember his name. And Well, that was in the first season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in the second one. He does a lightning attack, whatever. Yeah, he likes them in the second one though. Yeah, but he's still like, uh, we're rivals. stuffing things." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I was like, ah, I, I got the I got the right one." All right. Cool beans. Awesome sauce. Should we get on to news then? Yeah, let's talk some video games and shit. Yeah, let's talk yeah. some video games. It's been like a solid month now since Jason got to talk video games with us. I know, it's so weird. Has it really been that long? I guess so. Well, I mean, two if weeks, you factor in, yeah, it's two weeks, yeah. two weeks, man. So, yeah. You miss you miss one podcast and all of a sudden you're like, shit, I'm like a month behind on news. Well, guess what? We're not going a month back. We're only going two weeks back. <laughs> Thank God. And it's Our news is still a too lot. Long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to drink some whiskey now. And speaking of China, Tencent is now a majority stakeholder in Funcom. What? Yeah. So more games geared towards China. Um, which, yep. You know, we, we don't know exactly where that sits to be seen, but Tencent's been doing a lot of stuff lately. Um, it's primarily, especially the PUBG mobile, if you guys know about that, and we've talked there about that, go. um, mm-hmm. or what, what's it called in China? Um, game of peace, <laughs> something like that, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that has been, uh, that has happened. Uh, they now are over 50%. So we'll see if they do like a full hostile takeover or what in that, or what's going to come out of it. Cause nothing, everything still remains to be seen. Um, and in additional Chinese news, South Park has been banned in China. I saw this article, yeah. but I wasn't sure what extra they'd done. 
Except for, did they do something in the new episode or something like that? Yes, yeah, they actually the did. It was called Banned in China. Yeah, it was called <laughs> Banned in China, um, but it wasn't about being banned in China. It was a play on words because they actually, uh, Marsh, or Randy Marsh make or owns a pot company and he's trying to get over into legal marijuana distribution in China. And the boys create a metal band and then they get signed and immediately the record companies try and uh, change their sound to fit more of what the Chinese culture. Well, yeah, because they're like, no, for. no one can buy his music anymore. We're gonna make a movie about you. Let's <laughs> not conform to China. Yeah, they have their they have their record label retool the band into a concept more friendly to the Chinese market. And I think one of the big one one of the big things that really got the heads is the record executive says you have to lower your ideals of freedom if you want to suck on the warm teat of China. <laughs> <laughs> But the the thing is that like after all that happened, like you can't even find South Park on Chinese searches now. Oh, I believe it. Oh man, uh, that, forums that... like they're basically their version of Reddit, like are all down now completely. If you manually type in a URL, it tells you. Um, hang on one second. I want I want to find the exact error that you get because it is fucking great. That, that, uh, if that, if that, users that. manually type in the URL for what the, for what was formerly the South Park thread, a message appears saying that according to the relevant law and regulation, this section is temporarily not open. <laughs> that that rule that band or uh, the the Great Wall is is no joke, man. Mm-hmm. It, it it comes down and it comes down hard, and you don't realize on how inundated you are in a lot of stuff like our website, anything built on like uh, with like Google AdSense or even like WordPress is almost inherently not going to work in China just because it uses Google so much uh, to get back and forth. And, you know, all the stuff that's Google, Reddit, Facebook, Snapchat, those things you don't think about and they just won't work. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, at least Slack worked. At least Slack worked. some awesome photos <laughs> <laughs> of food and whatnot. So we had that working. Um, but, yeah, that's just another, you know, another example of weird things that can happen overseas in china and they can just immediately drop the band hammer down on anything and chinese people cannot see it anymore it's their uh, world which is scary mm-hmm. yeah all right uh keeping on that side of the of the world the japanese government apparently is trying to bleed arcades dry so at the beginning of this month they increased they added an additional two percent consumption tax only pertains to arcades <laughs> and the problem that they have is that every time that they've been increasing the the rates for the taxes, the arcade companies or the arcade establishments haven't been increasing the price. They've been trying to keep it at the 500 yen and 1,000 yen coin parts, uh, prices so that they don't have to like put in extra denominations or anything like that. So every time that the tax goes up, it keeps cutting into their bottom line. Right. Uh, some of the bigger ones are now switching over to digital currency to where like, you buy cards, much like what you get at like, uh, Dave and & Buster's and whatnot here. But the small mom and pops, like, they can't. So there's a lot, of, a lot of them out there now that are saying that, like, they don't know if they'll make it you know, through another year just because of that, which is insane. Um, it's going to probably make uh, a lot of the arcades go the way that happened here in, Arizona, or in America, which kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of business, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's well business. 
government. Well, yeah, it's I mean, weird it, that it's like a very specific tax. Yeah, I mean, well, I think they have a. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I, I, I think that the biggest problem for us is that, you know, the Americans were just thinking only about profit, and that's why the uh, arcades here went out of business. Because you know, if you can only take fifty cents or a dollar, you know, and stuff like that into your machines, and suddenly you're like, well, fifty cents or a dollar isn't even going to pay for the electricity of this machine. Yeah, that that's what shut it down here. While over there, you know, it's not so much about that. It's just they didn't want to. <laughs> they just didn't want to. And I think this is kind of making it so that they, they have to. I think a bigger part may be something to do with gambling or maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe trying to force out. Because, I mean, they do take up a lot of time, or not time, a lot of energy and space. But I don't know. I could see the gambling stuff, but, I mean, they already let the Yakuza basically cover all the gambling, which is just a horrible idea in my opinion. It's like gambling's there and but we're gonna pretend that it's not there and we're just gonna let the Yakuza like have complete control over it. But oh well. Maybe maybe this is their way of getting into it. No pachinkos. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but um it only pertains to arcades, not pachinko. You can have a pachinko arcade. I don't know, maybe. It could it could be for the pachinko, who knows? Um Alright, let's move on to big news. So the big news that came across on October 1st from Sony is that PlayStation Now has slashed its price in half. And it is now the same price as Xbox Game Pass. And it has God of War and a lot of newer releases now added on to PlayStation 4. Unfortunately, those new releases are only on there till like January 2nd. For now. We'll have to wait and see if like they actually pull them or not. That would be stupid if they do it pull them. It would be so dumb. It would I'm be sure really, that they really had to just dumb. get a contract and just to see if it would happen. And if they get enough people to sign up, then maybe they'll extend that time out. But if they don't, then they probably just be like, well, that was fun. Um, personally, I think it's great because it's the same price as Xbox Game Pass, but it also includes PC streaming so you can play on your computer as opposed to having to pay extra for Xbox. And it's already got 600 games. Granted, a lot of them are PS3 games, but... You can still then download or stream as many games as you want. Uh, it's also their way of combating the Stadia system as well. Yeah, they need to do something here because, honestly, who gives a fuck about now? <laughs> like, I don't know anybody yeah. that played or yeah. paid for it or anything like that well, at all. Because it's double the price of, of Xbox Game Pass. Not only that, but it's just like their their game offering isn't enough to warrant a monthly fee to be like, oh, I'm totally getting everything I need out of this. Um, once Sony starts releasing brand new games and putting them yep. on this thing, then people will start, start to pay attention, which I think is what they're trying to do with uh, Spider-Man and, and God of War. Only problem is, everyone that gave a fuck has already played these games, number one. Number two, if they just barely gave a fuck, they bought them when they were $15. Like, there's... like. <laughs> Thank you, Sony. Let me pay you $10 a month to play two games that cost me less than three months. I don't know. It just, there'd be no, there's no main benefit here. Even for, like, even if you're even if you're not a hardcore gamer, you would have already been paid off by waiting. If you waited this long, then I, you're not going to be signing up for a monthly subscription. <laughs> yeah, and God of War is <laughs> the newest game that's on there. Grand Theft Auto Five has been around for fucking ever. Uncharted yeah. Four: Thief's End has been on has been out for a while. Infamous Second Son, Jesus Christ, wasn't that like almost a launch game? Yeah. <laughs> so they need to they need to definitely add more newer games on. God of War is already a year and a half old almost. So 
as Chris said, if they start putting more newer games on there, then that'll be something big to go for. Um, yeah. But at this yeah. point, it's still it's the same price as Xbox Game Pass, but it's still not quite as good. Although, eh, Gears of War 5, meh. Yeah, but Gears they got Gears of War 5 you, like... on release day. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. They had it on release day. And, you know, there are people that really like Gears of War. Hey, yeah. go mm-hmm. for it. More power to them. <laughs> uh, in other PlayStation news, PS4 cross-platform capability is now officially out of beta, which means that it is available to any game developer that wants to do cross-platform. Yay. Hooray, it's 2019. Yes. <laughs> Almost 2020. <laughs> Almost 2020. Almost 2020, and they finally have it available for everybody. It's because um, uh, console exclusives old news. Next going to be DLC exclusive. Speaking of DLC exclusive. <laughs> there you go. You like that segue? <laughs> I like that segue. Yeah. That, was, that was a really good segue. Call of Duty Modern Warfare has a year-long game mode exclusive with PlayStation 4, <laughs> which doesn't sound too like big on like right when you say it. Special Ops Survival Mode. However... The big thing is, is that Call of Duty Modern Warfare also has cross-platform capabilities. And people who want to play Special Ops Survival either on Xbox or PlayStation or uh, PC with PlayStation people cannot. Yeah. And, you know, and everyone by the time knows, they can, you're going to be on to the next Call of Duty exactly. game. Exactly. Yep, yeah. exactly. It, Call of Duty is just as bad as the sports title, and people move on the second that they can unless you're a kid. And so <laughs> it's... Kind of interesting to me. I mean, this isn't the first thing that's been exclusive for content uh, to con- to PlayStation, for example. Destiny. Definitely. This uh, is the longest, was, though, I think. Yeah, a year seems pretty excessive. And I think, like Chris said, it, it was mostly because by the time anyone's able to not care about the year anymore, it'll be, no, we'll be on it anymore. <laughs> They're all going <laughs> to be playing whatever the next Call of Duty is going to be. Black Ops 5. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> Call of Duty Black Eye Brown Eye. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's keep on this uh, Sony train here. Sean Layden has left Sony. Who? If, if you don't know who Sean Layden is, he's that weird white guy that used to stand on the stage at E3, and everyone was like, "Who is this fucking guy?" Every year they'd sit there and be like, "Who is this fucking guy?" I don't know who he is. Yeah, he's gone. Who? <laughs> the guy who took <laughs> over for Kaz Harai. Like he was the head of PlayStation. So he's no longer there, and uh, as Chris and I were talking about before you got on the call, it has been a week since Sony announced it, and they have not announced a successor yet. Who? <laughs> <laughs> the joke's not funny anymore. It's hilarious. Um, but it's really weird, like especially the timing, because it was right before the PlayStation Now stuff, and like the fact that it's gone an entire week and we haven't heard anything is a little weird. It's going to be Reggie. It's gonna be Reggie fees me. <laughs> that is the best thing is that there was there was that picture from E3 where there where it was Sean Reggie and uh, and what's his name from uh, shit. You know who I'm talking about. Chris. Yeah, I know what image you're yeah, talking Xbox about. Guy. Yeah, uh, but it's like there's three people in this picture and only one of them is still currently in the video game industry. <laughs> <laughs> who? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little uh, little weird. Um, we'll have to wait and see what more information comes out of that. But like, literally, there's no information as to why he left, 
who's taking over, who's doing what, like anything. And I mean, no. when Kaz left, they were like, yeah, so like we've got stuff and we're working on it. This is just like, oh yeah, he's gone. <laughs> See ya. And last, in if it comes our... back, if it comes back where it's taken over by some guy with the last name like Cortex, or what's another Sony major villain? Yeah, Cortex. And that'd be. Going to talk about squishies. We're going to talk about squishies. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Cortex was from Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was the guy from Ratchet and Clank? I don't know. God damn it! Oh, it's going to bug me now. But I'm not going <laughs> to Google it. I'm All not going to Google it. Or Bowser, or Wario should be, ah, Waluigi takes revenge on Nintendo by buying Sony and then destroying (laughs) Nintendo. (laughs) Do you want to put me in Smash? Fuck you. (laughs) Make my own Smash. Blackjack. Hookers. (laughs) Sony already tried that. It didn't work. Like three times. They tried three times. What's the third time? There's like all, there's like, there's the PlayStation All Stars Battle yeah. Royale. There's another one that was like on the PS3 that was just garbage. I thought that one was the PlayStation All Stars. No, that was on the PS4 even. Because there, there's a PS4 one, there's a PS2 one, and there's one that wasn't like officially made by Sony, but it was like another attempt at it. I want it like Brawlhalla, Brawlhalla but not Brawlhalla. No, because Brawlhalla is cool. Yeah, Bra and it's still cool. around. Yeah. No, uh. Wasn't, it wasn't. No, All, All Stars, Stars was on PS3. There was one that they talked about or released on the PS4. Mm, for sure. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, Either way, sure. dumb. Yeah. Uh, last bit of PlayStation-only news is Facebook and PS4 will no longer connect. So if you've, got your, if you've got your PS4 connected over to your, your Facebook account, it's disconnected like literally as of tomorrow, I think it is, or today. The only thing anyone ever used it for was to be like, I'd like this this screenshot on my computer. I'll just save it to Facebook. Yeah, and to to share some of that stuff with your friends. And I guess Facebook was like, they literally came out and said, we're no longer allowing them access into personal information. And then it just got disconnected now. So. Well, they, they submitted an update that they're just like, hey, the contract was just out of date, so we're trying to rework on it. But at the end of the day, who gives a shit? Like, why are you still on Facebook, people? Unless you get off of it. Unless you're updating <laughs> your grandma about baby pictures, there's no point. It's easier to share information on Facebook. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, moving on. The Terminator has made its debut into Mortal Kombat 11. And... I don't know if either of you guys watched the the fatalities, but they're like super over the top awesome. Which is great. Uh, he fits in like so well. Like the the scene where they his intro, where he walks in, takes out a shotgun, and all the Johnny Cage shit yeah. falls out of the box. Oh, that was great. I was just like, ah, <laughs> he fits into this like world so well. And it's just, so great. <laughs> I really wish he they even got... did the get over here. Yeah, he did. He yeah, did. which was awesome. <laughs> I really wish they got Schwarzenegger to do it though. Like that's the only thing. I thought they did. I couldn't. I honestly was just like, "That's." Ugh. I don't know if that's him. I, uh, well, sure. he's old, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but even even then, like, he could have done voice. I don't think he did voice. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking to see. I'm trying to see, but I, it's like really hard to find like any specific information that just says whether or not he did the voice in it. It's pretty, and if you're willing to get into the DLC uh, loot, like microtransaction swamp that is Mortal Kombat, it might be the thing that brings you over. 
because it is cool looking. He does look dope. Yeah, he looks dope, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I I think it is him, I and know. it's just he's old now. I mean, he's like so fucking old. I was looking through. Um, they would have played that up so much more if it was him. Like they would have just said, "This is the fucking Terminator." You know, they would have done a lot more. Okay, so I was I was looking through like movies the other day, just trying to find something. And I saw a movie from Arnold Schwarzenegger that I never knew was real. Hercules in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> 1970. I was like, holy shit. I couldn't believe that. It was like a full 10 years before Conan. 12 years before Conan. I was like, I... holy crap. And the whole thing is that it, he really is Hercules. And he gets sent to Earth. Falls in love and begins a bodybuilding business in New York. <laughs> Which makes sense. <laughs> Sounds great. Because it's pretty much where they found him. So um, I'm pretty sure, though, that on some of the lists out there, they put this under, like, worse than twins and shit like that. Oh, they have to. I mean, it was before he could really even speak English. Yeah, that's true, Like, with too. Conan, they even had problems with him speaking English, and they had to voice, like, they had to voice dub over it. It's bad. Like, really bad. <laughs> Chill. Chill. All right. Lamentation um, of the wo- women. <laughs> oh, I want to make sure that I... Okay, here we go. Okay, uh, so in news that's kind of relevant to people, just so that you can stay on track with, like, weird things that go on with, uh, with publishing... Frogware and Focus Interactive have dissolved their partnership for distribution. And the problem that comes up with it, and this is a big issue that I've been kind of talking about with digital distribution for a long time, is anybody that's bought a game from them, so The Sinking City, let's do that, the the big one. Um, If you buy that game and you go, oh, sorry, not Sinking City, was Big Ben, sorry, uh, the Sherlock Holmes games. So Sherlock Holmes, Crime and Punishments. If you bought that one for your your console, it is no longer going to be downloadable from any of the stores. Xbox, PlayStation, no matter what. If you bought a digital version of it, fuck you, you don't have that anymore and you don't have rights to it to, to download it. Right. Um, you, you still have the game if you have ne- deleted it. Yeah, but, you but if you've archived yeah. it or deleted it, you can't get it anymore. Right. Which is bullshit. That's the whole thing with digital distribution, it's man. one of the things I've been talking about is digital distribution is bullshit when it comes to that stuff because nothing's, nothing's owned specifically by you. Um, you're beholden to servers, especially with some of the DRM bullshit that happens with some of them. Um, it is insane, but so much so that Frogware had to actually post um, pre- like press releases out there explaining what's going on and why you're not able to get your game anymore. But all that dropped down uh, on September 29th. That was the last day that you could get Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment, um, which really sucks. Uh, but I guess that would be one reason why the Sinking City went to Big Ben instead of Focus Interactive. Maybe, but that is still, it is a scary landscape to think about i mean it's it's easy to like be like meh when it's not a like triple a blockbuster uh title but i mean like even even the part of like some of the stuff like uncharted games are like losing their online connectivity i mean shit there's a crap ton of games already out there that are 
online only that you can't do anything with anymore. Yeah, uh, the servers go down and yeah, you're the fucked. servers go down and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just like, even though those do have still a base game to them, but they're not, it's nothing that you're going to be able to maintain forever. But that kind of goes into the, what is the game to you, I guess, right? So, yeah. in a single player game like this, yeah, I think that stings a little bit more just because it's just like, I don't need to talk to anybody or, or do anything online. Why can't I have my game? Um, but yeah, that's, that's, them's the breaks, man, of digital. And that's why they're still at cult following, it feels like, of people wanting to buy physical only. And that's why I only buy physical when I, when it's a big game. That I, I'm like, oh man, I just definitely want to make sure that, you know, when I'm old and gray and retired that I can just pop this bad boy in and still play it. Yeah. And it's, I hope that like, you know, something weird happens, some lawsuit happens that then causes, unfortunately, as much as I hate saying this, a little bit of government oversight to hop in and say, no, you can't do that shit. Yeah, that's not better. Not, <laughs> I'll take losing happen. the games. I'll take and, losing the games, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want government oversight in no, on this bullshit. No. Then, then all of a sudden we have to do more than tax instead of the playstation plus or game pass it's just the the right to play games tax and hey did you know that if you tell your online store that you live in a state like oregon you don't have to pay taxes when you buy a game online there you go and you know how quickly they'd rummage that down for you (laughs) i'm just saying if you live in oregon and you tell that thing that you live in oregon you don't have to pay taxes on your on your games it's just like, you know, the state doesn't require it, so they don't have to charge taxes. It's it's really cool if you live in Oregon and you tell the online store <laughs> that you live in Oregon. Only if you live in Oregon, though. <laughs> Only if that's something that you can... I think yes. New York, too. I think it's New York as well. But Oregon, specifically, I can tell you 100%. <laughs> you so don't have to worry about that. My wife used to live on the border of Oregon and Washington, <laughs> and no sales tax in Oregon and no uh, income tax in Washington. So she, she would live in Washington, get her paycheck, and then all of her shopping she'd go over to Oregon for. And she's like, it was a sweet life. Now you, now you pay double taxes out here. And I was like, no, we just actually pay taxes out here. Yeah. <laughs> not paying double taxes. It's just, that's how taxes work. That's how taxes work, sweetie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that health care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, moving out of straight-up video games, Wendy's at New York Comic Con released a tabletop game called Feast of Legends, in which case you fight Ronald McDonald <laughs> and all sorts of other things in head-to-head bloody-knuckle combat. Question. <laughs> this or that weird string of Xbox 360 games that Burger King did? Discuss. Which one's weirder? No, which one? What would win in your in your? Oh, opinion? this. This? I don't know, man. Did you play Sneak King? Sneak King was dope. No, because I didn't have an Xbox 360. No, that's right. You're dumb. (laughs) That was like the number one reason I owned one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) It was Burger King and Halo. Dude, you can still, like, if you go look for Sneak King, like, if you can find it, it, it's not like a penny game. You know, it's not, you're not paying 50 bucks or anything like that, but usually it's like five bucks or so and whatever. Oh, I remember seeing you play this. It's a weird it was one. weird. But that was some great marketing on their part. Like that was oh, a yeah. real thing. It's a it, it's it's a real marketing tactic. Like that's the the philosophy behind something like the king is that he's so creepy that you remember him, but he's not so creepy that you that you dislike or distrust the brand. 
So right. it fits on this like real slim like razor's edge that it just sits there on. And some people find it real fucking creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's just it's, just, it's advertisement. You hit it around and it on the head right there, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it's for. That's that's always what it's for. But it's it's always one of those funny things of like the psychology of advertising. When you find out some of that shit, you're just like, God, I can't believe that that's a thing that they try and creep us out so much that we remember it, but not so much that we don't want to buy their shit. I'm really kind of hungry. Could go for a burger. Scary King. Burger King. <laughs> Can't eat. King will eat me. Can't eat. King will eat me. <laughs> now they just have a bunch of weird people uh, standing in front of a Burger King talking about a burger made out of plants. Have you had one yet? No, I have not had the Impossible Whopper yet. <laughs> I haven't had it at the Whopper, but I've had an Impossible Burger in general. And How was it? I was surprised. I was honestly just like... If if you didn't tell me that this was 100% meat-free, I would have been like, eh, it's a weird burger you just gave me, but whatever, it tastes good. Well, that's better than what they used to be because they oh, had yeah. that weird, like, grown, like, synthetic meat. They, like, had all the texture, but none of the flavor. It just tasted like ash, basically, a lot of people said. No, this the Impossible one's been by far the, the most impressive that I've been been to it. Granted, the places that I've gone to, to try it um, with my wife, because she doesn't eat red meat, has been um, uh, not upscale, but just, like, not fast food. So they've been like, hey, you can have a billion different ingredients on this burger, so it's kind of harder to tell, you know, type thing. It's not like just the cheese and, and, the, and the patty. True. Did you get peanut butter on it? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did peanut butter make it better? It probably would. <laughs> probably. Shannon really likes peanut butter on her burgers now. You know what's going to make this um, plant taste better? More plant. More plant. More, yep. <laughs> Jalapenos. More plant. And ghost peppers. More plant. More plant. More plant. Yep. All the plant. It'd be all plant because then you got grain in the bun and mm-hmm. yeah, avocado shit, making a, just a plant. All just right. grow, just just grow this bitch. <laughs> Super plant. You need a burger plant. That's what I need. That's what, fuck this like patty. I want I want the fucking like I want a seed. I want a burger seed. I want to plant that shit, and then in like three to six months, I want to enjoy a burger. You want to mm-hmm. plant plant it in your stomach and it just Ooh. keeps sprouting burgers in Ooh. your stomach? If one day you're just like sitting here like, oh, I have horrible indigestion. A burger just comes out of your mouth. And you're like, sweet. Mm-hmm. You grab it and eat you it. just eat it. <laughs> this sounds like a Futurama episode. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, burger oh, day. Free hamburger. Oh, <laughs> burgers are ripe. All right. Best 250 bucks ever spent. Tell you what. No, no. For that one hamburger that ripened off of your stomach. Well, it's weird is that I haven't eaten for three months. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps drawing all the nutrients from your body. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, bah, 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 bah. I need my burger. And then I die. <laughs> because I've lost all sustenance in my, my body. Would that be cannibalism? Let's, I mean, let's really think about that for a little bit. So if this um, burger is growing in you, using you as nutrients, would that be cannibalism? comes from well, your body. Well, yeah, but in essence, plants are growing from our that's, decomposed bodies. That's true. If, if you were to plant a, a tree on top of me, that plant but would be using me. But is it auto-cannibalism? But is it auto-cannibalism? Because it's I, coming. I don't think so. I don't think eating your own poop 
would be considered cannibalism. Well, no, no, no. But this, this, but the poop itself is just a byproduct of like when you've pulled nutrients out of food, and then it, like that's just the waste of it. What Jason's saying is that this thing is literally taking your life essence from your stomach. <laughs> I guess. I guess <laughs> to the question make would be fruit. if the alien, the face hugger alien, left you alive. And it burst from your gut, and you grab that and just nod that face right off of that goddamn no, thing. No, because that's a parasite. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess well, that's what it, this like would you could, be. Like, you could eat your well. tapeworm. Yeah. So this is this would be more of a parasite burger then. Yeah. Tapeworm burger. Tapeworm burger. <laughs> PK tapeworm made burger. It sound even less appealing. <laughs> hey, you lose some weight. Damn lazy ass No, I'm just growing burgers in my stomach. <laughs> just growing For some burgers. reason, you look really distended. <laughs> <laughs> starving children in Africa. I'm helping. <laughs> I'll, I'll feed them baby birds. All I can picture is the South Park episode where everyone's yeah, exactly. pooping out of their mouth. But it's a, fur, it's a full blood. burger. Do you poop out your mouth? <laughs> and it'd probably look like White Castle. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, there's a White Castle opening up near you. Oh, sad. Yep. <laughs> the largest in the world. Serious? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. I think it's just booze, too. White Let's get fucking hammered and go to White Castle. I haven't done that since... Let's get fucking hammered at White Castle. Oh, dude, does it have a bar? Because that would be... So. That'd be like... That'd be removing so. the middleman that White Castle's problem is. I think we just need to sneak alcohol in, which we could totally do with I fucking White does. Castle. No, because Harold and Kumar had to get high on their way to White Castle. Yeah, it's the worst. They're they're yeah. just horrible. Okay, do we want to talk Vitamo games, portable Vitamo games, or hardware next? I'm not done with this plant burger idea. <laughs> okay, <it just> sounds... <laughs> go on the plant burger thing. No, I'm, Keep I'm, going. I'm joking, I'm joking. This is the worst conversation ever. <laughs> All right, we'll do... Uh, we'll do... A portable Vitamo game? I think it would still be cannibalism because it's growing in part of you. <laughs> so even though it would be kind of a parasite, it'd be like feasting Get the term off of right. You. It's auto-cannibalism. But it'd be Because fe- if you ate feasting... my burger, then it would be cannibalism. That's true. Yeah, you're auto-cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, that, that's, still, that's still the question because if I were to give my burger to you, you know, on our first day after being married, would... Uh... <laughs> Please partake of my burger. <laughs> I saved my burger. It is whole for you. <laughs> it's ripe just for you. Okay, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> you made it weird, Jason. You made it weird. <laughs> oh, dear God. Chris is still trying to figure out if there's bar in the White Castle. <laughs> yep. Would there be different flavors depending on the person? Like mm, different burger. levels of toxicity, toxicity, or like if you eat more chicken, like would you get a chicken patty instead? Because mm, I, I no, because remember you're not eating during this whole thing. To me, in my opinion, because where's Wait, it going? How fat do you need to be before you start growing this burger? Depends in your on how, what you want to burn. And I'm not talking like just the patty comes out. I'm talking like there's yeah, like no, a yes, full I'm, on I'm, burger. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing, like, bun, lettuce, lettuce tomato, tomato, like, the yeah, whole oh, yeah. nine yards comes out, and it all just buds off Don't of ask the about flour. the mayo. It's just <laughs> right there, ready to go. No mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is gross. Secret you sauce. You're right. It's not mayonnaise. 
It's also not secret sauce. It's just Thousand Island dressing that got sat in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second Simpsons joke. That's great. Oh, dude. <laughs> just keep making Simpsons jokes this entire time. Chris, have you found out if there's a bar in this White Castle yet? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> Chris can chime in if there's a bar in this White Castle, but he has a minute. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) Call of Duty Mobile has crossed 35 million downloads. (laughs) That was over the weekend, so it's probably even more now. Um, 20 million downloads within their first two days. Good for them, man. And this is my old man feelings that I have, is that, like, mobile games Why? getting yeah. bigger and bigger and just like that. And I've always known that it's going to be there, but the day when they're just like, Sony announces that they're not making any more consoles, or Microsoft is getting out of the console race. Nintendo is just doing only mobile and, you know... Fuck that. I'm still waiting for the PlayStation 9. I want my fucking interactive or, spores. Yeah. Well, it'll be a mobile device, and then wouldn't it, huh? Fuck you. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Want neural so, implants? <laughs> I know. I know it's coming. I know it is the future. Like even the idea of like, hey, you have it in your pocket, and you can play it on the go, or plug it in into a dock, a la the Switch mode or something like that, would be intriguing to me too. But oh man, I just, I can just never feel like that I'm gonna get as much processing power that I can out of any kind of mobile device than what I can out of like a PC or a actual console. It really depends. Like, I mean, we're gonna have to get processors got to get real right. We're gonna have to get into a super level of nanoprocessing, and you know, not a, not only at a small level, but at a heat and operating. Well, because they're already using carbon nanotubes. Yeah, they're already. Like, so what is smaller than carbon nanotubes? Well, we'd, ha- we'd have to like it'd have to be more along the idea of not just nanoprocessors, processors, but nanomachines in processors. And so we're getting to, like, some serious sci-fi stuff. Michael Crichton would be proud. But <laughs> it, 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 it's going to have to happen, and it, it'll be weird. And that'll, that'll then feed more into your spores and your, and your orb of PS9 if it's just a brick that is comprised of smaller computers that'll morph at any given time based on your commands. Fuck yeah, that sounds dope as shit. It'll then go into your brain and eat away at it, and then your Sounds burger. Sounds super creepy, but also then your super burger awesome will come out time. like all wrong because it's going to be a computer burger, and that won't taste good. No, the the burger's in the belly. Yeah, but the if spores the, are if in the brain. They're going to go in the brain, and they go all over the place because they're in your blood, man. They be in oh, because the nanobots, yeah, the nanos. fucking nanobots. The nanos. They're going to ruin the burgers. Nanos and burgers. You're going to have to have like organic. Like burgers, they're gonna have to be like people, like the Amish. Are, their whole thing's gonna like move into like <laughs> burger farming, where they're gonna be like, "Hey, I don't have like a cell phone, so here's my burger," <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be like a whole different age. The Amish are gonna be riding around in their in their buggies, looking at all. It's like, see, we fucking told you, bitches. <laughs> told you, nanobots. <laughs> Unfortunately, nanobots will probably be able to fly, and they'll be all over your Amish asses too. But you know. <laughs> at least, at least the idea will be there that there'll be free-range stomach burgers that will be untainted by the global nano conglomerate. Wait, you think that that the Amish will still adhere to the we don't like electronics, but they'll gladly take a stomach burger? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because Eric, Amish still like burgers. <laughs> 
we don't like this technology bullshit, but genetic modification and weird ass parasites in our stomachs, fuck yes, sign us up. <laughs> I, I fail to see what are the problems with any of this. They got cows. They know there's progress in, in cultivating meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Only the purest of burgers, though. But... Yes. <laughs> Whoa. All right. We're sounding very Nazi-esque right now with these burgers. <laughs> How is that Nazi? <laughs> Only they... the purest of burgers? Because they're free range. It's just like on how we talk about, like, you know, if you go to Whole Foods, they would have the Whole Foods burgers is what I'm saying. <laughs> Grass-fed. Grass-fed? Dude. Grass home churned butter? <laughs> we, we're talking grass-finished corn-fed. <laughs> <laughs> Range-finished. Just because I'm talking about the good life, and those good, uh, real... Ah, oh, fuck, I've lost my joke. Whatever. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right, anyways. Uh, moving on to some hardware news. Some information came out for the Atari VCS... Yay. Coming out in March 2020. And they're saying that the VCS will be part retro console, part revival of the Steam machine, and part streaming platform. So it's basically going to be a glorified, like, Steam machine when so it comes So it sounds out. like they got, they got, like, stuck. And they're like, oh shit, what yeah. are we going to do? They have no idea what the fuck to yeah. do. Like, nope. nobody's talked about any games coming out for it. Like, if you really think about it, like, Google Stadia... There were tons of games that are like, yep, coming out on Stadia. Yep, no, yeah, it'll be available on Stadia. Stadia version coming out as well. I haven't heard anything about any VCS. It'll be it'll be the mini Atari system that you already know and love, and they just put a um, blue, oh god, what's it called? Raspberry Pi, in the middle of it that just has an emulator. Oh that no, runs it's a Ryzen. Machine. I'm making a fucking joke here, man. No, your joke <laughs> sucks. It's a Ryzen. I mean, we don't want people to get that to get that information wrong though. Like, it's a full on like AMD powered machine. Controlled um, with the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, <laughs> that that is the <laughs> controller. That's the all the networking functionality and everything like that is run by a Raspberry Pi, which might still be better than all the networking functionality inside the Nintendo Switch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, Thrustmaster has lost their goddamn minds, and they have now released a modular PS4 controller. Wait, released or announced? Because that thing was ugly as fuck. Released. It's it's fucking ugly as sin. Holy shit. It I can't believe it was hideous. Like, it's got these weird, like, circular pieces that go in, and you can swap things around and do all sorts of stuff. It's fugly mcgugly. I like the idea where they were going with it, but there's no way that anyone's going to be like, my controller has 10 extra accessory ports that I can swap out on the fly. That's great. What are you going to do with the three that don't get lost? Yeah. Gotta have or there's four no way joysticks. Good. Yeah, there's no way those joysticks are good. That too, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's Thrustmaster. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they lost man. their Galdar minds. I don't it's know, It's ugly. Man. It was ugly. It's f- fucking ugly. Um, as we alluded to earlier, uh, it's been two weeks since our last podcast, and in that time period, Borderlands <laughs> has nerfed Flack twice. <laughs> How has Gearbox nerfed him twice? This makes no sense. Because he was OP as fuck. But still. He's best boy. He's best boy. He is best boy. Why are you ruining best boy? Best boy boy when his pet dies. God, so fucking stupid. I mean, they they did make some changes. So, like, they, they made it so that, you know, 
your touch pet prompt doesn't uh, doesn't Take like prisoners. get in the way of everything. Yeah. Uh, your pets will no longer push you and other characters around in the game, <laughs> which is good because fuck me. Um, I honestly have not played this game in the two weeks since. And I'm really pissed off now because my game auto, my fucking PS4 auto downloaded and installed the update, so I have to play with. Dude, a you're fine. Flack. You're fine. I probably guarantee you that you weren't even using the build that it was on. Oh no, I was. <laughs> no, you weren't. What level are you? I'm probably for the level you. I haven't even played the you game. You might be because I've been playing Code Vein. <laughs> oh, that's true. I've been like that's that's what I've been doing. I'm like I've been trying to beat this really long game in the two week span so that I could do it, and I'm so fucking pissed off because I'm literally on the last goddamn level right now. <laughs> I was on the last level earlier tonight while I was putting like Ronan was in his tub and I was fucking down there and I'm like God damn it I'm not gonna finish this before the fucking podcast. I'm so pissed, so pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> Oh man! Anyways, so, yeah, the flax that came the the flax the flack from uh, the nurse. <laughs> the flax from flack. Yeah, the flax for flack. Uh, both of them are pretty much just level balancing to make him not to be too op when you're playing online with your buddies. Which yes, is kind of bullshit if you're just wanting to play uh, alone. But watching some of the videos of what people were doing with with him and just melting like final bosses' faces and stuff like that with like their builds, which is awesome. And I think at the time, like you have to like at least get the legendary gear to make that happen then that's your prerogative right um but what they did is they kind of like they nerfed uh one of his skills so that you don't get ammo back as much as often so basically there was a not like what it was able to do is that you were able to make it so you never had to reload ever and made it super awesome now the chances of that happening are are much lower which is kind of a bummer because fuck reloading (laughs) well yeah because you would like if you used a shotgun you would crit all the fucking time and just get ammo right gobs and gobs of ammo yeah and you'd never have to reload and that's the biggest thing with a shotgun is that usually they have a higher reload time and if you can just be like it's just like it doesn't matter it's now i win the game and that it is yeah what's the name of that game you're playing i win i win Oh man, yeah. There's, I don't know, man. If if you're if you're one of the people, like I love Borderlands. Don't get me wrong. Like it's one of my favorite uh, franchises on the planet, and I'll play that to death. And I'm sure I'll play this one a billion times over too. But I'm not one of those people who's just like I need to have the most epic build period that you know everything and i'm gonna look at drop ratio rates for whatever weapon that i'm hunting constantly and stuff like that if you're one of those people yeah you may be pissed everyone else you'll be fine it's just annoying it's not a pvp game no but it 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 is a co-op game and you know what when you play online with a friend and your friend is just running what's a friend yeah right exactly your friend's just doing everything (laughs) you don't have to do anything you're just running around being like well i guess i'll look at kind of the loot that gets boring, and I could see in how they're just like, no, we need to make it so that everyone is at least contributing something. Especially, when I don't had... like it. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. I don't like it. I'm I don't like a it fan. one bit. I'm not a good fan, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on them for doing it. Whatever. I can hate on them all I fucking want. Yep. Um, one thing that does apparently need to be fixed is there's a difference in whether or not you can access mayhem mode when you go into true vault hunter mode on the pc as opposed to the console so jason was reading this he's like i don't understand what the problem is here um when after you beat the game 
and you go into true vault hunter mode on the pc once you get pat once you get to the sanctuary ship um you can unlock and set mayhem mode up like without doing anything but on every console version of the game you have to beat the game in true vault hunter mode and then you can unlock mayhem mode in it so you you have to beat that that portion of or that version of the game before mayhem can get unlocked which makes more which sense to me does make more sense but it's really weird that they haven't patched that on pc like you would think that'd be an easy fix true no unless <laughs> fuck you asshole <laughs> you, but you would think that would be an easy fix for them and it's really weird that they haven't patched that like it's just sitting there out in the ether just like oh yeah we yeah it's just it's there we don't know fix it when we move want. along people <laughs> they're too busy nerfing flack yeah, they're too busy nerfing best boy in order to fix something that is either, hey, allow everybody to get mayhem mode right off the bat, or make nobody get mayhem mode right off the bat. I don't know. Maybe they have a year of exclusivity. Of- yep. <laughs> At the game store. With the Epic Game Store. Epic yes, game that's store. exactly it. It's the Epic Game Store. Like, it's, it's a year long of exclusive mayhem mode. That's it. What if that is it, and they just never mention it? Just like, oh yeah, we're working on it, guys. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Myself. All right, okay, it's time to move on to what we're playing. What are we playing, Jason? You're up. All right, um, man, it feels like it's been forever because it's been forever. So I got a few games here that I can update on. Um, obviously, being in China, I gamed, but didn't game nearly as much as I wanted to. Um, so I'll kind of try to run through a little of this stuff because it was mostly on the Switch. Um, first and foremost, uh, I, one of the games I was kind of excited for to play on my travels was called For the King, which is that uh, uh, RPG slash tactics slash Uwe Boll movie. Uwe Boll movie. <laughs> uh, has kind of like a interesting polygon art style and stuff like that. It's a dungeon quest movie, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with that. But uh, um, after playing it for quite a while, I've decided that it's complete ass. Um, Only because the RPG elements of it are very much reliant on RNGesus, which is fine to have, you know, luck and skill and stuff like that for an RPG game. But when it's as punishing as... uh, um, you know, dungeon crawler can be to then be shot back to the very beginning as if, uh, um, like Binding of Isaac or anything like that. It gets, it wears on you pretty bad, especially when the opening characters are just all absolute shite. And to then try to fight with these people again, it's, just, it's not challenging because it's not hard at first, it's just annoying. So you die and you have to go through another like hour maybe two max of annoying before you get back to where it's like, hey, this is, isn't is bad again. It just, it it wore thin real fast. And I know the whole aspect of like, well, just get good. And just like, well, get fun. And I'll, I'll worry about that. <laughs> so the the whole mechanic behind it, they, they really just were wanting you to just focus only on using your fate and your skill to, to boost your luck. And just like with uh, XCOM, there's nothing I hate more than sitting right up on someone being like, hey, you have a 98% chance of hitting this person. Great. I'm going to use some skill points to make sure it's as high a chance as possible. Awesome. You want to commit? Yeah. Let's attack. Great. You missed. Fuck! Like, there's just like, there's no fun in that to me. And I just get so pissed 
real easy and it's just like, yeah, you know what? Moving on. I got better things to do. What I moved on to... Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. We got oh. that... That was review copy, right? No. Or did you no, buy no, that? No, I bought that. What would me. you give that? I'd give that probably about a three. Three out of ten? Yeah, three out of ten. Just Ow. just because it was... Like, there was, there was nothing that... I wasn't having fun. There, it just I wasn't having fun. And they want a lot of money. Uh, not a lot of money. It's a $20 game or so. And I think I got it on sale for $20. <laughs> It's a twenty-five dollar game. There we go. Um, I just, I just could not get behind it. The, the storyline's weak. Uh, your, your customization is kind of not there. The characters that you can choose are just not engaging enough for me. I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm giving it a raw deal just because getting to higher, higher levels is probably where the rewards are all at and the better skills. But it's just like when, when you, like when so much of the game is learning the game, you can expert the beginning level stuff like right down that first couple missions i had like almost memorized on where stuff would randomly show up but it was just like i i until and then i get somewhere i didn't know and you know i I die much like soul any souls game and stuff like that but you then don't have to start the entire game over you still have your gear you still have all your jazz nope not in this one it's nope just go to go to hell Go fuck yourself. <laughs> go go fuck yourself. And they tell you, they tell you, hey, if you're looking for an easy time, this isn't the place to do it, for sure. But give me some control over how this all happens. Not just make me like set up my my match, set up my attacks, and then pray to God that it's actually going to happen. That that that's what just bugged me so much. When when you can just get like ramped by some noob mob because for whatever reason your your three near perfect attempts all missed. And it's just like, well, might as well reset the game. Don't worry, the game will do it for you. <laughs> Alrighty then. Okay, so what did you go on to next? Uh, then I went back on over to uh, Mario uh, Rabbids Kingdom. Mario Kingdom Rabbids, whatever the fuck it's called. I Something. Um, this is a solid uh, a seven, title, 7 out of 10 title right here. Um, it's fun. There's a lot to do. Uh, people complain about the exploring being kind of lame. I disagreed. I kind of like the exploring. You kind of broke up uh, a little bit of the tedium sometimes when you're doing these battles. Because at the end of the day, the game's easy. It, it's, it's like, there's challenge. There, there's, you have to, like, think slightly. But it's nothing more than what, you know, for a kid, for that a kid would, would be able to figure out as long as they were like, I understand that higher numbers are good and lower numbers are bad. You know, you'll be able to get through it. Um, the character interactions are still funny. It, it never got really old for me, but uh, it moved at a basic pace and didn't really offer anything crazy new that was or challenging. Um, I've heard that the expansion is good to give on a little bit more uh, harder difficulty stuff. But it's not enough for me to, to go into it. But it's a solid game. A solid uh, um, tactics shooter <laughs> with a Mario game. And uh, uh, <laughs> it was actually refreshing that when you'd aim at someone, it was just like, you have a 100% chance of hitting this person, you'd fucking hit that person. So yeah, that was nice to have happen. And if that makes me a, a lame tactics player, so be it. I, I just don't care to uh, leave stuff up to just chance like that. Alrighty. Uh, lastly, on my Switch, uh, we got a review copy for Alliance Alive, which is the uh, HD remake of an old 3DS title, uh, RPG style. Um, Alliance Alive is... How do I put this? It is b- basics, turn-based RPG. And 
I loved almost every moment of it that I've played. So I was far. gonna say, I'm like in a good way or a bad way. In a, in a fantastic way. Um, <laughs> the, it did. It's unfortunately screens. This is an old 3DS tile that you're playing all over yeah. the place. Uh, but the the storyline is engaging. Uh, the tactics are there. Uh, there's a point and a purpose for all of that. Um, the uh, character engagements, aside from like the first few characters you get. There's not too much that makes you be like, ooh, I really care about these other characters. But there's enough story going on that it's not really the main focus. And uh, um, there's enough strategy that can go into however you want to build your characters up that would make a different game for everybody. So you can have your healer be really good at using a sword and also be, you know, your tank. You can do that, and you know there's all kinds of stuff that you can do to make each character your own your own setup. Uh, where they uh, stand in the battlefield matters, you know, front, middle, or back. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So you can really get down and dirty with this turn-based game to make it your own. And you, know, I don't, I never have, I haven't yet felt shoehorned into a specific role rather than just, that would just made sense and stuff like that. And uh, I really enjoy that kind of aspect to it. Uh, some of my gripes would be that uh, it's obviously not voice acted, uh, so it's it's kind of interesting to like have that throwback feeling without knowing that it was getting into a throwback type game. Um, but the only time I really noticed that it was not voice acted is during cutscenes when they'd be fully like acted out with these little chibi characters, and it'd be just dead silence and their mouths just moving like man 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 but nothing just text scrolling everywhere and okay it was just awkward like i i wish there was even just a you know they've been doing that since oh like they didn't even do that no no like nothing not even like a or a or no noise just just good old bgm and nothing now, mm. that's only during the cutscenes. During, like, regular, like, if you're walking around a town and suddenly someone in your party, like, steps out of, like, your character and starts talking to you, then it'll do the, like, so you can then have the back and forth uh, uh, banter. But cutscenes, just background music only. Kind of hmm. interesting design choice. But I haven't beat the game yet. I'm enjoying it uh, immensely. Uh, I, I've, I've honestly uh, stepped away from it while I've been home because I've been focusing on my other game. Uh, but I'll I'll definitely be taking it to uh, on my next trip here and I'll probably be able to beat it, which I'm excited for. Okay, so, so this this game comes out uh, tomorrow or the day that this podcast is coming out on oh, awesome. on October eighth. It's a fifty dollar game, Jason. What would you rate it? If you have never played this before and you have an itch for a really solid like turn based RPG, I think that you could get it there. I think at $50, I'd be hard-pressed to put it, because it's it's a remake, I'd be hard-pressed to put it over 7 out of 10, even though I really enjoyed it a whole lot. It's just that you have to take in the, you have to take in the fact that, hey, yeah, this thing's not a graphical powerhouse, it, it does look dated, and there's no voice acting, which is all stuff that we should be kind of used to on a current gen anymore, right? And to, actually, to be honest... It's an NIS game, so I'm, you know, in a lot of cases, it ends up coming in in Japanese anyways, so you don't really understand what's going, what's being said, so the voice acting, to me, has been 
kind of taking a backseat over the last few months because we've gotten so many like NIS and other games that sure. just aren't localized. But I still disagree. If there is Japanese, oh no, no, in this, yeah, no, just like me personally, like mentally, I've kind of checked out of voice acting it, for some it's, of it. It's a, it's a different <laughs> feeling when there's nothing. Like if if this was Japanese, I probably would be like, hey, yeah, you know what, this is this is fine and dandy. Um, but without that, it, it just it's it's awkward feeling. It it it, it sounds it sounds like it's missing, and that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's not that I, I don't like being able to hear them. Again, even if it was just diddle diddles, you know, it didn't have to be voice acting. Just something else in, to break up the silence besides the background music of those cutscenes. But that's not the main reason why. I, I, yeah. I'm probably uh, dinging it a little bit here just because it is a, a, a remake and, and bringing it up a little bit to, to speed to be brought onto the Switch. Um, graphically, it, it looks like a 3DS title. Um, the resolution's better on it, uh, looking at comparisons, um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's nothing there. Um, it is a great storyline, and that is what's making it so far for me, is the mechanics and the storyline. And at the end of the day, that's what makes an RPG so great. So, I mean, I think 7 out of 10 is perfect, especially when you can get uh, other RPG titles like, uh, um, oh, God, what's that? Divinity, you know, as well on on the Switch. Like, that, to me, would be more of an example of a hardcore tactics-based RPG that would be kind of like a competition of this one, but obviously way more polish. And that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's true. That that game's got a lot of spit and polish. A lot on it. of spit and polish. So Alliance Alive, they did a great job. It's engaging so far, especially like you said, it's an NIS title, and usually they kind of just like to move and get a game put out there for the end game stuff. And this one seems to have a pretty good build up and a good storyline behind it. I've enjoyed it so far. Awesome. All right, Chris. Nope. No, you got no. more. Yeah, man. The whole reason. Oh, you last basically month. said that Alliance Alive was like your last one on the Switch. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, everything else has been Borderlands, man. I, I've put that yeah, put Alliance Alive down. You, you don't get to talk about Borderlands. Borderlands. Talk about Borderlands. We already talked about that. No, we, we I get talked to talk about it on the last podcast. I didn't. You don't get to talk here. about it. I get to talk. Yeah, I know that's your own problem. Neither of you are. Neither of you are probably even the level that I am, and I've only been back for like a week. <laughs> yeah, because I've been playing other games. Exactly. And I still had yep. I had to review a game that you were supposed to review, but then you went to China and couldn't review it. So oh, I had to, Sojourn? Draw, I had to yeah. stop playing. Yeah. I had to stop playing it, which, by the way, that game's fucking great. Yeah, it, really, that was, it was a great game. That's why I was like, I need to have a review copy of that. And they're like, here's a review Talk. copy. I was like, fuck. I'm leaving. Talk about Borderlands. No, I don't want it now. Good. All right, Chris. No. <laughs> Go, Jason. Uh, I fucking love it. So my highest praise for it is that it's more Borderlands. My biggest like downfall for it is that it's more Borderlands. Um, I am enjoying every moment of it. The only thing that I've ever found myself doing is that in a marathon gaming session, I'll be like, okay, I think I've had enough. Not that, you know, the game gets me to a good point. So you need to take your, your breaks every once in a while. Um, but everything that I've been playing with it, like I still have chuckled at a few of the dumbass, stupid jokes. I mean, the, the, the turd farming jokes that they make all the time and, uh, the two cousins or not the two brothers and sisters, the enemies, uh, the, the stuff that they say is just fantastic, especially around death, the nihilistic their shit, styles. Yeah, their shit is good. <laughs> I mean, it's just, the, the writing is just so choice. And that was going to be my biggest complaint, is if Borderlands was released and it had the same crap-ass writing that the pre-sequel had. And instead, nope, they're really hitting it out of the park. All drama aside with the voice actors and all bullshit like that, who cares? 
they've delivered a fantastic product here that I'm more than entertained with and can't wait to play multiple times. Is it just me, or as you get further in the game, can you tell that it's a different claptrap less and less? I could tell, oh, less and less? Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, you're getting used to it. It was almost as if he recorded the early stuff. Like, like they recorded everything in succession, and it took him, like, a couple of hours of recording to get into the groove of claptrap, and then all of a sudden he just sounded like claptrap. Well, he also doesn't talk nearly as much in this one like he did in uh, 2. In 2, he was, especially in the later levels, he was pretty heavy on. This one, he was pretty heavy on. My favorite part was when you brought uh, when you brought Maya's little like protege on, and he started he started telling regaling her yes. in stories of how awesome he is, especially how he saved the entire ship with his ass. Yep. <laughs> well, as he built his uh, his thick girlfriend, um, <laughs> she uh, uh, and him have the most inane conversations like I've ever heard, and her voice is maddening. Think like Fran Drescher uh, from uh, the Nanny. Meets like, uh, God, I don't know. Meets it's Janice just from horrible. Friends. Just, yeah, it's, it's pretty much that. <laughs> oh my God! You know, it, it's the. Uh, oh my God! I can't even do it now. I, like I, I, I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Trying yeah. to it's do bad. the Janice You're a horrible person, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, no, the 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 writing just gets me every single time. They did such a good job. Uh, I'm enjoying the game, the looting, the all kinds of stuff. This is why Borderlands is the the primo shoot looter chris have you been playing borderlands war uh no i got a review copy okay i've been trying to bust through jason are you at a point where you can give it a score i'd rather not because i'm gonna keep playing it (laughs) (laughs) well no one says that you can't keep playing and i'm just asking no i want i want to get further uh just because i just praised all over this story and the writing and if the ending's absolute shit then that that'll change a lot of stuff Gotcha. Okay. Are you are you done now? Yeah, I can be done now. Okay. I could go Chris, on, but I'm not going. <laughs> no, it's Chris's turn. Yep. Well, Tell like us I said, good. I did get a review copy for a game, but still under embargo, so I can't talk about that. But I've also downloaded. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Oh, you're looking good. Dating simulator. <laughs> I forgot we were gonna. Oh my god, I forgot this. totally about this game. Holy shit. <laughs> It is a free game that's about two hours long. What is this game about, Chris? Like we were talking earlier in this podcast. It's about cooking of, chicken with a corgi. <laughs> of fast food video game tie-ins. This is where you go to culinary school that's only three days long. Where your professor is a that's corgi. that's all it takes to learn how to make KFC chicken. <laughs> and you try to date Curl Sanders. <laughs> but it's like it's like buff strapping colonel sanders isn't it oh yeah he's he's yeah. jamie what's well, japanese <laughs> dating sim colonel sanders yeah yes my god so this sneaking or a feast of legends uh, I'd probably say this <laughs> i think i took like i will say the writing yeah, this, the writing from the screenshots that he shared was fucking great. For a free game especially, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. I totally forgot that you played that <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So just because I'm going to have to make a thing and we need to make sure that, that uh, you know, we have it. I love you, Colonel Sanders. What did we give it? 
I'm going with an eight. An eight? Wow. All that love, and you're giving it an eight out of ten. Uh, that's yeah, super ten. high for a fucking two dollar advertisement, man. It's a free <laughs> game. It's yeah. not a two dollar advertisement. You can it's watch commercials game. for free all day, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh true. my god, that is amazing. But yes, the writing, the the pictures that you saw, the thick main enemy, that was all yeah, Ashley. Yeah, all worth Just it. Yeah. Thick, thick thighs. The corgi. The them, them drumsticks. Drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> but the corgi chef. The it's best and, boy. Yeah, that whole thing about like, like, is he a good boy? Yes, no. He's a chef in a cul- he's a chef corgi in a culinary institute. What do you think? He's best boy. <laughs> that was good. Oh man, yeah. So Chris is currently playing a game that is under embargo. Um, so he will have more to talk about on the next podcast. With yep. it. any other and games you've been playing? I did get to check out Velocity VR, which is like a full-on like room with like eight players. Oh yeah, can, this is that thing that's at the at Octane, the, yeah, the Octane go-kart. Raceway. Oh, yep. I did this. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So you actually put on a vest, so you're actually mobile. So like no like cords are hanging around. You get a gun, shoot some zombies. It's actually really, really well done. Like yeah. you said, you're not tied down to anything, and they're just like, "All right, you're gonna be in a room. Don't run past the fences, the VR fences." It, it being, yeah, and uh, yeah, you got to go up elevators uh, and shoot horde mode, basically of zombies. And yep. really well done. Kind of like a lot along the ideas of what we were talking about. Oh god, a long ass time ago on the whole VR um, uh, amusement park. I, I wish. I, w- I still want one of these days for them to program in a table and then just physically put a table somewhere. I think that would be the thing that would blow people's mind. Where they're like, hey, watch out for that table. And you reach out and you touch it and there's a fucking table there. I think that would be really cool. That's like, yeah, that's that big mix of AR, VR type stuff. Right. Of when, when you have that stuff built into it. And that's one of the big things that they've been talking about of having specific vr spaces so that well that's what this is yeah so the things that you hide behind for cover fire are actually there that type of stuff yeah Yeah. they could have easily done this i mean it was just horde mode it's very basic there's not much to it but uh, um the idea of of it's it's progressing it'll be there soon yep at some point at some point okay is it on to me Think so. Do I get to talk about my goth vampire waifu now? Yes, yes. your big titty goth <laughs> vampire waifu. She's not that big titty. The game wouldn't allow me to do like giant big titties, but there are big, big ass anime titties. Did you put them game. on the largest titty setting that you possibly could? <clears throat> I put her on, I think, the second thickest setting that I could put her on. <laughs> <laughs> then you did it, Eric. That is your big titty goth girlfriend. I'm sorry. So, anyways, I have been playing Code Vein. Um, which is a game that we've literally been waiting for for like a year and a half, two years at least. Um, And it's fucking awesome. Um, Character customization, we'll we'll start off there. So this is a Dark Souls style game, uh, but with anime vampires uh, taking place in a really convoluted world where it's like everyone's a vampire and they're all stuck in this weird domed mist area and they're fighting other vampires that have succumbed to thirst, yada, yada, yada. You make your own character. You choose between male and female, and then you get into insane customization. Um, And by insane, I mean like super insane. Individual eyes, tons of different hairstyles, uh, 
every fucking color on the, under the rainbow and then some of colors to choose from for uh, hair colors and everything like that. Multicolored hair, which is the the new thing for anime now to where you've got like starts with one and then it gradually turns into another, uh, which you can definitely see in Demon Slayer. Um, but uh, makeup that you put on them, different uh, facial markings, tattoos, scars, the whole nine yards. It's actually one of the more in-depth uh, character creation pieces. And the great thing about it is, is that you don't have to worry about like the weird uncanny valley because it's designed to look like it's anime characters. Um, but you can give them like, and when I say eyes, I mean like you can give them like a Sharingan type thing. You can give them like just straight up black eyes or like blue eyes completely where it's like the entire eye itself is blue. Um, if you go onto our, our Instagram feed, you can see some of my extremely extra <laughs> video or, uh, goth vampire waifu that I did. Um, I originally started out with her just like looking all cool, having all dark colors. And then Shannon, Shannon didn't like the hat that I had. So it's like, Oh, you don't <laughs> like the hat. You, you don't like that it's like a it's like this cool plaid hat and then I've got like this plaid uh plaid coffin on my back and then like some other things that match. I'm like that's not cool, she's like plaid's stupid and I'm like, Alright, fine. How about this? And I made it the most glowing fucking color that you could possibly make it and this is an actual texture that was allowed for it. And she glows bright <laughs> in this game and it's so great. Um, the one thing that I, that I do hate is that like you go through and you do all this customization, you've got everything that you can do for their clothes. And while you're in like your little, uh, like home area where everybody lives and you've got like your bed and all that stuff, she looks like that. As soon as you go out into the battlefield though, there is your blood veil, which is like your armor and you can't customize the blood. veil. (laughs) You can't change the color. So it like it hangs on top of your clothing and you can still see your clothing underneath. But if you have a big blood veil with like a giant cloak, it covers more of it. Um, it, The one that I've been using has like basically like shoulder pauldrons and a little little bit that kind of drapes along the back. And then just like these big like fucking sword thingies that come off the back. So it doesn't cover up that much for it. But it's really annoying that you can't customize the blood veil itself. And you I was going to say, you're going to spend all this time making this badass character. And then exactly. just immediately put on a Fusro Da hat and run around. And you end up with a ugly-ass fucking brown blood veil. <laughs> and the shitty thing is, is that the blood veil that I've been using is super OP. And I'm like, well, I want a different one because I've got all these other ones that look cooler, but they're not as strong and they're not as good and they don't fit my play style. And this is bullshit and I don't want this. <laughs> but I have to use this blood veil because it fits the play style that I do. Um, oh, right. So, yeah. yeah so, because this is a Souls game, you need to fit your play style or else you're going to fucking die. Um, <laughs> but so, story wise, it's extremely anime. Like, it is the most anime story that you can get in anything. Um, it is out there. It is off the wall. It is just weird and just jumping all over the place. And I really don't want to give away too much as far as things go. Um, but it's extremely fun. It's an engaging story, which you don't normally get in, like, a Dark Souls-style game, which is what's one of the reasons why we've talked about, like, I don't necessarily, like, suck at Dark Souls games. I just don't usually play them because it's not a story to follow. Right. No, it's I, just mindless stuff. 
Um, I mean, there's a story. You just gotta look into it. Yeah, you gotta go on the internet and read it. You gotta, you gotta read the item descriptions. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. I want an actual story, not like to not to delve into the lore of this area. I want a story of why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, just murder, case, Eric. Just murder. It's just murder. <laughs> it's just murder. Um, but the story is engaging. It's fun. Um, they have a it. If you get lost in and forget what you're supposed to do, like there's an easy way to go up to your mission map in your home area and figure out where it is that you're supposed to be going next, which is awesome. Um, one of the things that they did that will make Jason extremely happy is that there is almost always a save point either right before or really close to a boss. Thank you. Yes. It makes grinding out those bosses so much easier because you will die a lot. Which is great. I love a challenging boss battle, but make yes. it so that the boss battle is challenging, not my patience at getting to the boss battle. Yes, and the boss battle is challenging, and actually what's really cool is that uh, they do a really good job of forcing you to use different weaponry. So you'll get really you'll get really stuck into, like, I use my greatsword and I use my regular sword, and that's what I like, and that's my play style. And then I got a boss that I just fucking kept losing to and kept losing to and kept losing to. And I, Shannon's like sitting there watching me play from the kitchen. She's like, she's like, wow, you're getting really pissed off. I'm like, yes, because I know what I'm going to have to do in order to beat this. And I really don't want to have to do it. She's like, well, what? And I'm like, I'm going to have to switch weapons to a bayonet and I don't want to switch to a bayonet. And then sure enough, I switched to a bayonet, murdered the fucking thing in my first go. I'm like, see, I didn't want to do that. I hate this thing. I hate this weapon. I don't want it. <laughs> this is not my weapon of choice. I don't want to shoot from far away. I want to be up in there dodging and murdering somebody, except this guy does this fucking 360 attack that knocks out all my health. <laughs> no matter, even if I'm dodging. Um, but they do a good job of, of forcing that aspect. Um, it's long. It is not a short game. Um, you're going through and you're, and you're playing. There's multiple levels. You... Uh, if you're a weird completionist person, you'll want 100% the levels and find all of the mistles that you can find in order to open up the map and show everything. Um, one of the things I, I talked about is like I'm literally on the last level and I'm really close to the final boss. Um, and I know that I'm going to get to that mistle right before him and then I'm going to go back home because I picked up two maps to lower depth that I want to then go map out before I beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> But it is a fun, gauging game. Um, if you like Souls games, but you're looking for something that isn't quite as, like, fuck you as Dark Souls, this might be the game for you. Nice. It is really awesome, especially character customization. Like I said, story's fucking off-the-wall baddie, but that's anime in general. Like, it's not any... It's nowhere near, like, Evangelion style as far as, like, fucked-up weird stuff. But it's definitely an anime story. Um, personally, it's another nine out of ten. Wow! There's nice. only minor gripes that I've got coming with it. Um, it, I'm running it in 4K. Resolution looks great. Very, very rarely do I ever get any stuttering, and the only stuttering that I get in is uh, background loading. And they do a really good job of background loading. Like you could literally run through the entire game almost and never hit a loading screen if you're just playing through the game. Like. They have loading screens between, like, uh, cutscenes for bosses and stuff like that. But let's say that you start from the very beginning of the game and you want to run through all the levels. You could never hit a loading screen because they do a really clever job 
of having you run through tunnels where nothing's going on and while you're running through those tunnels that very much feel like this is exactly what I would need to be doing in order to get to a different area it's loading the rest of the level Mm -hmm. and then you get into that level and you never hit a loading screen and you can continually do that over and over and over again Uh, it's very fluid it works extremely well Uh, like I said save points before every boss which is awesome Um, and you can do just just about anything that you want to do in the game. It's really fucking good. Nice. Well, 9 out of 10, I'm surprised about it. I'm very excited to play it myself. So, yeah, dope. I'm super excited that I was able to give it a good score because I was expecting it to be, like, not great. Um, I have a feeling that part of the reason why it's been sitting so long in production is that they were really polishing a lot of the, the mechanics and the fighting and everything There's like that. There's a lot of mechanics to it. Yeah. There is. And part of, like, a lot of the times what, what you end up thinking for some of the Souls games is it's like, oh, well, it's just really shitty gameplay mechanics, and then you you hide the game the shitty gameplay mechanics behind the, well, just get good and figure out how to game the mechanics. Like, this game, like, if you play it well, it's good. You can't just sit there and mash buttons. You gotta be methodical, just like any other Souls game. You gotta you gotta watch for dodging, you gotta watch for everything. They do a really good job of <clears throat> they call their mana icor, which is the energy that you pull from uh from like attacking enemies and whatnot, and you have different icor drain attacks that you can do. Um, which you may have seen in some of the videos. Uh the one the the blood veil that I currently have does a really cool I or uh, attack to where like you can shove the swords into the ground and then you see like this little black mist move around in there and it's it's got a limited range like you can't go anywhere but you can go pretty far away and you can be out of the range of view of a bad guy and then have it go right underneath them and then you release X and it'll it'll attack them and do like a ton of damage depending on the guy, like how much uh, hit points they have. And then they'll come chasing after you. But at that point you replenish your icor, you build up, uh, you then stack how high your icor number can go because every time that you attack them with a drain attack, it adds more icor on. Um, and it gives you the ability to then do more attacks against them and aggro them from further away and aggro specific characters. So if you work it right, you'll have like three characters in an area, but you can aggro one specific one away towards you, kill them, then aggro somebody else and do it. Nice. Good. So you figure out how the mechanics work and how they work best for you. Um, Like I said, Sojourn was a nine out of 10. This is a nine out of 10. I have another review game that I want to, that I want to play. I hope it's anywhere near as good as this. I hope to be able to give it like an eight out of 10. um, Cause I've been kind of waiting for this one as well, but this one's a very anime RPG. I don't know <laughs> whether or not I'm going to be able to give it that. Uh, it was fun to play at E3, though, so we'll see uh, on the next one. So you guys will have to listen in on that. But I really need to beat this game like within the next day so that then I can like devote all of my time into the other one. Um, and this was a review copy that was given to us by Bandai. So just want to throw that out there. Review copy. Free, but well worth it. Nice. $60 game well worth the 60 bucks that you'll pay for this game. That's awesome. And there's extra DLC that's coming out for it. Like when they they gave it to us, they gave us the uh the deluxe edition that comes with like the the season pass and everything like that. So I can't wait to see more of the DLC that comes out. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Thanks yeah. Bandai. Nice. Yeah, thank you Bandai. <laughs> Jason gets to play it too. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jason's done. Chris is done. I'm done. So that means it's time for 
you were wrong because reasons. I guess. Fuck this I guess bullshit. It is. It's time yep. for you wrong because reasons. Yeah. And Jason. <laughs> Jason is on the hot seat. And Jason chose. This is a weird. Uh, so I, I chose. God, what, did I, what did I fucking choose? Hamburgers. Oh, Jesus. I chose hamburgers. <laughs> hamburgers. <laughs> top we, five literally, ha- we can do this. Top Best five, fast food hamburger. Top five hamburgers. Go. <laughs> uh, the Habit, Five Guys. Uh, God. Fast food, not fast casual. Uh, sorry, Habit and, fa- and Five Guys are just as fast as fast food. All right, fine. Well, what about In-N-Out? In-N-Out. I put, okay, In-N-Out. Yeah. Uh, this is not in any kind of order. I think. <laughs> uh, fuck, I can't even think of another one. Smashburger. Smashburger is actually pretty good. Smashburger is okay. It's a pretty good burger. Not gonna lie. Uh, there's Chris? this one. There's this one that is Shake by Shack? Shake Shack. Yeah, Thank Shake you. Shack's okay. A good one. Yeah, Shake. I'll, I'll go with that. That one's pretty good. I, I had a burger. You know what? If we're gonna go with a full fast food one, though, Wendy's. I had a. I've never. They don't cut no I've corners. I've never had yep. a burger at Wendy's. I've only had their spicy chicken sandwich, and it's they so don't cut fucking no corners, good. man. It was so fucking good. I was like, I'm never eating oh, anything no, this, else. This is a hundred percent true. Like, there is no reason that you should get a hamburger at Wendy's because the spicy chicken sandwich is there. It is the queen of like of all chicken sandwiches. Yeah, like, I don't so care good. what anybody says. <laughs> um, but their hamburger is actually pretty tasty, especially the newer ones. Yeah, Not never, gonna lie. never had it. Yeah. I did have a burger in China at the Boxing Cat Brewery, and that was actually pretty tasty. Yeah? Yeah. I just wanted to say the Boxing Cat Brewery because it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I chose... Um, the Cat Box Brewery? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pu- the Pussy Pussy Bet Brewery, Eric, is where I was at. Um, I, well, chose... I was talking more about urine and kitty litter, but okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think of Fucking urine and pervert. kitty litter. <laughs> hey, you know what? You are what you eat. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, the the thing top that I chose, games you have replayed multiple. The times. top games you've played multiple times, and I I actually kind of found this interesting because they're not like my favorite of all time games. But they're the games that I keep coming back to and playing over and over again. And so I imagine these will all be different for all of us, which is Which fine. is always hilarious that you would, that like you continually play this game over and over and over again, but you don't consider it one of like your favorites. And well, that's, yeah, it's not it. just you. That's like a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about accessibility here. Because I mean, there's some games I'm just like, that was one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. But only because you've played it the one like you can't play it again yeah. to have it be the, the same. The twist is is no longer there. Not even you that. already know that you see dead people. You know, well, not, not even that. Like there's there's some RPGs that are just like so good and so expansive, but all of the joy is not knowing what's around the corner. You know, and stuff like that. And oh god, there was one for the 360. Hold on, it was. It, it was for the 360. It was amazing. It was fantastic. I'll never play it again because the grind that was that game wouldn't be worth it now knowing what I know everything about that game. But anyway, uh, I digress. <sighs> Top five games that I like to replay a billion times. Do you have any honorable mentions? I have one, and it is Metal Gear Solid. The first one? The first one. Okay. I had... So much fun playing that game. And then when you get the bandana at the end with unlimited ammo, I had so much more fun with that game. <laughs> Just and doing murder? 
not not even just that. It was just like Metal Gear Solid. How old was I? In high school, and you know I was blown away with all the creativity of that game, like fighting Psycho Manus the first time and being like, "Holy shit, he's like." I can't beat him until I move the controller. Like, stuff like that just blew me away. And being able to just mow down bosses was, like, the best part of that game for me. Because it was just like, those boss battles are tough. And especially, you know, as a scrub gamer, it was worth it when you could just go in there with the Nikita rocket and just blah, 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 blah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So... I still had one of the tabs up from when I was looking up rabid stuff. <laughs> and one like I was sitting there scrolling across the top in like really small thumbnails. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I came across the rabid Yoshi. Oh jeez, yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. just looks fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. The rabbits so that's that's part of what that game was kinda like sucked a little bit, is that the characters, the rabid characters were so hilarious in their, like, animations and motions. Yeah. But they weren't the best, like, when it came to using them. Um. So, I mean, like, I I kept Rabid Peach in pretty much for the entire time of my game just because I was like, no, I just want to see what she does. <laughs> oh, man, I love this one that she's sitting here taking a fucking selfie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, one of the <laughs> boss battles, like, the boss is, like, falling and she like gets knocked to her doom and she's like screaming and like freaking out and then she like stops midway takes a selfie and then goes back to screaming like just (laughs) stupid stuff like that that that's just like oh my god anyway perfect okay uh anyways we're ready all right number five number five has got to be beyond good and evil uh ubisoft game that had to do with you one of the last actual original ips (laughs) Feels like um, where they uh, um, you take on is about a, to not be that considering they're making the sequel. The sequel, yeah, which I'm point. excited for if they do it right. But if whatever. it ever comes out, if it ever comes out, I mean, this is the third E3 that it's been there, right? Something like that. Anyway, I played BGE. Oh, God, I, I think I've this one also gets the number one title for amount of times I've purchased the game. I have purchased it on PC. I've purchased it on GameCube. I've purchased it on PS3. I've purchased it on PS2. I've purchased it on. I'm probably sure I purchased it on PS4 because I wanted to play it again. I, I, I've I've bought this game almost as many times, if not more, than I've played it, and I've played it a bunch of times. Uh, it's just a great game, the perfect mix of uh, action and stealth, and a just choice storyline. Fantastic storyline. All right. Number four. Number four is a good old staple. I almost didn't want to put this on here because it's so short, but that is Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, I've played the <laughs> fuck out of Toe Jam and Earl. You can beat, you can quote unquote beat the game in like two hours if you're playing on fixed settings same thing i mean doesn't matter if you're talking on genesis or on the new one which is also just as good um you can beat it pretty quickly uh but you you, you, the whole name of the game is replay and i tried to stay away from that a little bit but it's just such a good game to keep playing over and over again all right number three Right now he's got it not in order, and he's looking mm-hmm. through his last three, and he's like, "Fuck." 100%. Because my number three has to be Diablo. and Yep. OG Diablo. So that's what I was kind of... 
You, Wait, like, like, you, it's like which one? You can pick one, like one, two, or three, <laughs> either one. You know, I've played uh, multiple times. I think for me, it would have to be one, um, just because I was obsessed with one uh, before. Obviously, well before online was really too much a thing. There was an online aspect to it, but it wasn't anything nearly what two was. Um, I I played the fuck out of one over and over and over again, just as a single player thing. Now. I've maybe in total played two more times total through, but that was for to play online and to do more loot gearing and stuff like that. Uh, um, where I think Diablo one gets the main call out because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to play again. This same fucking game (laughs) (laughs) again, again in perpetuity. Yeah. So I think that's what wins it out. Number two, number two borderlands two. Specifically, a second one. I this is another one where I purchased it multiple times. I bought it on the PS3. I bought it on the PS2. I bought it on the PS4. I got it for free on the PS4. Um, I I played it a lot of times. Played time. it on Xbox. Huh? You oh yeah, it on Xbox, Xbox was, too. Didn't I, I said I thought I said Xbox. You said PS3. PS3 and Xbox. But you didn't say Xbox. You said PS3. Whatever. I play, I bought yeah, it on all. I was just, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm throwing another time that no, you spent more yeah, money no, on I, this game. I thought I did. Yeah, I gave him a shit ton of money. And uh, I've played the fuck out of it. I enjoyed every moment about it. The writing again. There's a theme here. The good writing just seems to really get me, I guess. And uh, uh, I, I'm probably going to be doing the same thing with Borderlands 3. I'm not going to drain that too much. Nice. All right. That brings us to... Number one. This one's number one, even though maybe I haven't played it the most like amount of times as some of these other ones, but the time to play it is what makes it number one, and it's one of my all-time favorite games ever, and that was Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay, you motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> this better be. Oh, man. I've played Final Fantasy VII way more time i remember i remember god good friend brandon and i constantly would brag where it's just like yeah my counter stopped i've been playing this game for so long (laughs) you know there's an unlimited amount of time that i've played this i have i have memory cards dedicated to this game where it would be like saved at almost every single save spot depending on the mood i was feeling i'd be like "Mm, i feel like fighting the turks right now so i'm gonna go in there and and just jump in and and fight with them real quick just because that's where i'll replay from you know this is back when you couldn't select chapters or anything like that i created my own chapter selection for this goddamn game because i'd go back and play it so often i had game saves where it's just like the whole entire thing was me to get all materia game saves where the whole thing was for me to do as little materia as possible i i have like it, I was obsessed with this goddamn game. I played it so many times, and each time it was like at least ninety hours, if not more. And it, it was at the time unheard of. And it was it was a three disc game. It was the yeah, first multi disc game that came out on the PlayStation. It was crazy. It was crazy. And now we're gonna be getting multi disc games here on the PS4. So we're gonna get, be getting multi version games. Yes, which I'm not happy about. Multi, multi-year <laughs> version still games. Gonna, still gonna play this fucking game. <laughs> I'm so pumped for the remake. It's sad still because buy this I'm game. <laughs> pissed about how they're doing it too. But it it was so pretty. It was. Oh, God. And if they continue to just scratch that nostalgic itch, I I will I will be all about it. Oh God, that was a solid list. Not gonna lie, it's a very solid list. Gran Turismo Three. Gay. No. <laughs> like, 
And Chris is probably going to say two, right? Yeah, If, if he two. says a Gran Turismo, probably two. But Gran Turismo games, I mean, it's those, like, I don't play sports games, but that is one of those games that I just, I'll buy it and I'll just continually play the shit out of it. Endurance races. Not so much anymore because it's much harder to do something like that. Same reason as why I don't play, like, more pigs and stuff like that. Like, it's really hard to, to do a drop in and out on it. But fuck races in gran turismo my favorite what about you chris what else you got gran turismo 3 real quick was the one that you went to uh state for right yes okay. no no that was two that was two okay yeah because that was the ps2 was on that one gran turismo 3 was that ps2 because that's when i went to um halo and yep. smash right it was all that yep it yeah. was early 2000s okay yeah it was like 2002 2001 something like that Halo was a good one too by the way yeah old school like <laughs> competitive <laughs> gaming and that was the one that pissed me off that nobody else was playing with drift selections everyone was playing arcade and i was the only one doing a rear wheel drive with drift and one of them nudged me off the fucking track and i lost <laughs> so pissed off what do you got chris uh I'll go with mass effect one really one yeah. you've played multiple times yeah i think i beat it three times with the same character wow okay <laughs> didn't even go fem ship Nope. Just kept it kept it real the entire time. Kept it real. Kept it baldy shep. Did you choose Canada every single time? Or did you go with the girl every single time? Uh, I think I switched it up. All right. Halo. Yeah, I was yeah, de- I was debating on Halo a whole lot. Uh, spent a lot of time in that game. But I was like, all right, how many times did I actually... Like, three times. Oh, I actually beat Halo many, many times. Well, at least three times to go through and do it. Like, because you had to get through Legendary and all that stuff like that. But I think I I spent more time in multiplayer than anything else. Except for pickup games. Like, I remember at CompUSA, I'd jump into that thing all the time and be like, whatever, I'm just going to be the last level. Shit like that. No, I'd sit at, like, especially once it came out on PC, I just would sit at home and just fucking grind through, like, the entire, like, campaign in a day on my day off or something <laughs> it was a good game just man. fucking go through and just destroy it. halo was a great game mm-hmm. um yeah there's you can't bitch about halo you can't complain about like the original halo like anybody that does is just trying to be a contrarian asshole the original halo was just fucking awesome it's the main reason to own the halo tv adapter at the time yep yep chris what do you got anything else uh no i think that's all i can think just of. mass effect you never played any other game multiple times well, well you said some yeah, good you said ones. some like diablo and stuff like that gran turismo okay 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 yeah there's i said gran turismo yeah, so yeah halo yeah yeah you said diablo you said final fantasy 7 like you said some really good ones sonic the hedgehog if you so, want to go old i know old. so <laughs> that, that. I had a hard time with some of those. Like, I, I kind of put that in the same category as Toe because it's just like, you can beat that game in a few hours, and it's just like, there's not really, like, you're replaying it. I put, kind of put that as, like, more arcade style. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah, but you gotta get good at it. Yeah, I mean, you don't gotta get good, get good. Like, if Sonic was in the arcade, then yeah, you gotta get good. Like, like the Simpsons arcade. Like, the amount of money yeah. and times that I've played, quote-unquote, that game is insurmountable, but... The amount of times I've sat down and beat it all in once is probably in a single digits, just because it's just like you lose all appeal. Where Sonic, you know, I beat that game a billion times, but it, it, it was more just because you have two games right now, Jason. One of them is Sonic, or you have Terry Pletcher's Pro Putt Challenge. 
So I was just like, all right, I'm going to play Sonic again because I'm 15 and I don't have a job. Is that actually the the golf game from The Simpsons? I wish it was. I don't think it was. Oh. But it was a Simpsons <laughs> reference, so that's three yes. for this episode, which is good. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I will say that uh, you chose the right Borderlands. Yeah, two as well. Two was phenomenal. I mean, one was fun. It it did a great job of intru- introducing the series, but it is so slow paced compared. Yeah, and uh, two did a great job with their whole hey, you need to play it multiple times, and the desire was always there. Like you never felt, you never felt like you're just grinding. There was a few levels that were like not my favorite, but even still, it's like I don't care, murder. Yeah, even the fetch missions and stuff like that were still fun. Yeah, like they 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 always made a. A concerted effort to make sure that every mission was fun, even if it was a fucking fetch mission. Mm-hmm. So, I I I love the Borderlands series. Um, all in all, a solid list. Yeah, actually, um, it's actually really too. hard to argue, like for like other ones being like pulling out. What were you saying, Chris? Uh, I did think of another one. What we're saying oh, yeah? here? Uh, Medal of Honor, Allied Salt. Ooh. I don't know how many times I played that fucking Normandy mission. <laughs> that Normandy <laughs> mission was gorgeous too for yeah. at the time. Like I remember just sitting there, yeah. and I, it was one of the um, main times I ever got like gamer eye because it's hard for me to get gamer eye anymore just because I'm a fucking nerd. But I remember that Normandy missioning being like I need to blink because I'm not blinking during this entire <laughs> thing. And uh, yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, I'd say Battlefield 1942, but we. You know that was primarily the uh, online player. Yeah, the, I mean, the are you player. like, yeah, what are you re- like? Counter Strike, then you know, shit. If you yeah. wanna, like, how many rounds of Counter, Counter Strike? Not a, yeah, Counter Strike's not a story or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. All right, well, solid list, Jason. Good job. Uh, we still had some ones to add to that, so that's you know, it's not perfect, unfortunately, but you know. <laughs> I'm glad you, know, you, you did. You, I would be. You got to get back into the states. I'd be pissed if you guys were like, oh yeah, we played the same games. <laughs> all right so uh that about does it for us uh you can find us on uh, facebook i beat it first com twitter i beat it first uh instagram i beat it first uh pretty much just search for us on all major social media platforms uh make sure that you that you like subscribe uh review us on whatever your podcasting platform uh of choice is if you want to share us with your friends send them to ibiff.co which will then show them exactly where they need to go for to find us on their uh, podcasting platform of choice anybody else have any parting words before we end off no have good times i beat it first dot com it's got you oh actually uh we do want to plug uh one thing that i was going to plug earlier and i totally space plugging it we are doing a 24-hour stream charity oh, setup yeah. for yeah. for extra life on november 2nd uh so keep an eye out on the i beat it first twitch channel uh twitch.tv slash i beat it first i think is our is our main piece um, and you will see the three of us and Anne, who's been on the podcast twice now, uh, doing six-hour blocks of nothing but streaming video games. Woo! So get Woo-hoo. your bang, get your Zions, get your adrenaline shocks. Like, get ready because we're going to be hopped up on caffeine and playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> All for right. children. For the, for the children. For the children. Well, <laughs> for the somebody children. think of the children. That's four. <laughs> well, for the love of God, won't anybody think of the children? <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye.